Hey guys, you're tuned into yet another episode of Cocktails and Cousins with your favorite cousins, Dream the Doll, Trinice, and Trey. Yo. Yeah. Hey cousins, I'm back. Did you miss me? You sound like the evil yes. villain. <laughs> Did you miss me? Yes, the girl's back. Cinco de Mula. I'm back up in this beach. Um, yeah, I just needed like a break. A bitch needed a break. So I took a I took a, a sabbatical. As y'all know, we had Lord Newby, Lord Naya on the last episode, mm-hmm. giving us some young gems from the young world. Yeah. Um, yes. Shockingly amazing. Um, I should say they shockingly. They say sometimes they be smart. Not yeah. all of them. I think it's sometimes. different when like you. Lesbians or younger <laughs> kids. <laughs> no, look, she still got that love and she. It's <laughs> different when like you tell people stuff and then you finally see them like actually understanding it it's like oh wow look at you retaining things mm-hmm. so that's that was definitely good to see always always good um so how was the holiday and your weekend any, any good things big things honestly i don't even know what fucking day it is so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm after eating so much yeah it's just like i'm just ready for the weekend again Oh wow! Back to it, work. Went, it went so fast though, didn't it? Well, I think it's because we was doing I stuff. Feel like next week could be Christmas. Mm-hmm. It do time do seem like it's going fast, but we all got together for Thanksgiving. I had to work that morning from four thirty to three p.m., so sis was exhausted. And then we all got together at um Dream's mother's house, and we had Thanksgiving, which was definitely unlike it was something. Honey. It was it was, it, definitely it, it was something. It was unlike our fun. previous years. But yeah. I did. I was it very was I was very pleasantly surprised by how it turned out and, you know, how everything was. I had a really good time. That's why I sound so disgusting, guys. Spending time with my family makes me lose my voice. My voice is not strong enough to be around them for you more than... fight for your spot you in this family. You gotta holler. You gotta holler. My voice be like, girl, you know, I get three good hollers and then the next day I be sounding like Bill Clinton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I lost my voice the night of Thanksgiving but gained it back the day... I mean, the night again because you gotta just keep screaming until it comes gotta- back. <laughs> But I sound like this because I just got off of work, honey. Mm. A bitch is tired. Yeah. No, a bitch is tired. Now, I did make, I made greens for the first time this year. Oh, my God. And them greens was busted. I said I I wanted to get the almond plant so I could be a real one. You know, the the fat elbow. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I literally was like, you know, Thanksgiving is hard. First of all, let me tell you how this girl has served, literally served us these I greens. <laughs> in Ziploc bags, honey. She like, got I had, a fifth I had of greens. Because it was like, I made a small amount because, you know, you don't start making something the first time make a huge amount. Hold you, up, hold on, hold on. Did you put this recipe down in some notes somewhere? They're in my brain right now, but I'm a perfecter. I'm a perfecter. It's not a recipe type I'm of meal. I'm just saying, do you I know mean, what seasons be. you use? Yeah, 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 I know all that, I know all that. Um, but I was just like, you know, Thanksgiving is hard because literally of all the holidays, I feel like Thanksgiving is our grandmother's biggest holiday. Like everything yes, was about her from... All-star. Yeah, beginning to end, family. like running to the store for her and her not telling you to get like the first time. like Cella. Um, so it was really hard like going into it already and then this was a very different year for all three of us um 
because of you know some mail that we, we received. Lost another person also. Yes, yes, we did. Yes, so we did. It Not changed. Physically. No, yeah, it but, changed but, emotionally. Uh, emotionally, it was a different yeah, vibe. It was very different. It changed things, and so I came in a bit heavy. But I decided, like, I'm going to do things to bring me joy and to bring me happiness so that it's not a bad holiday. So, like, making the greens myself. I made some sweet potatoes and I made a, I made a turkey. I made Bradley, too. And um, Bradley I just not felt... you named the damn turkey. That That's is... my tradition. What happened last time you named the animal, honey? Oh, wow. You're going to pull this? <laughs> the camera's dead ass. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> no, no. Uh, but, yeah, I think... I had a really, I had a very, a very good time compared to what I expected. And I'm very happy about it. And moving forward, you know, when I get my house and when things are uh, able to keep going, I can't wait until it's my turn to host and we could do that stuff. Mm. Yes, Liddy, I'll be bringing the bottles per usual. Yeah. Um, for me, I had a different Thanksgiving this year. Well, not <laughs> so much different. I've done it before, but this one was different. So I got a bull, y'all. Oh, is this like a coming wow, up? Wow, you got a bull, like, y'all. Oh my god! A story, honey. Y'all better, y'all hear this? Oh my god! And we did the family thing. I went mm. over to meet the family this year, and we didn't. I mean, well, we did stay at one house, but we did like Thanksgiving Eve. We I met some some very key people in the family, and then. Um, the next day we, we had like five houses to hit. So we kind of did like my family, her family thing. And it was, um, it was fun. We That's paced good. ourselves. We ate everywhere. We drunk throughout the day. No, you were not paced, honey. I got a picture. <laughs> I said this girl did on his couch. <laughs> but once we got the, uh, dreams, mom's house at the end, I was like, this is my final stop. All shots in. And I was told to hell up by Absolutely. that. And wow, this a is a very time. big step for you. Look at you. Yeah, wow. Knock on wood. They say as soon as you start cleaning them, that's what they act up. Give me that wood over there, somebody. Child, well, you do have a week before this drop. That's right. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Scratch like, that. Scratch it. Scratch it. Um, yeah, so I had got my goddaughter. Um, went to my mom's house. Spent the weekend there. Finally came back home. Um. I'm kind of upset I didn't finish Underground. I only oh, have one okay, episode sink. left. <laughs> but however, I did finish True Story. It's really <laughs> great. Oh, yes. I want to watch it. It's Hart, Kevin Hart and Wesley Snipes. Um, Wesley Snipes is in there. It's a movie or series? A series. A limited series. So it's not happening again. But um, I enjoyed it because I like kind of don't really like Kevin Hart doesn't get me up anymore. Like, <laughs> not get me not up. Get yeah, right. like, he just isn't like. It's I don't been know. a while for It's me been, too. yeah, since he's been like. Laughing my pain funny. But um yeah, it was a great movie. I think everybody should watch. I mean, seriously, I think everybody should watch it. Okay. So what are we sipping on today? Um, we are sipping on a give a bitch a break. Yes. Mm. Look, we need that. So what we what we finna talk about? We'll get into what are we talking about? So as we're sipping on a give a bitch a break, we're going to get into oh. I know. All the speaking of breaks, not break a bitch. Right? <laughs> We're gonna get into all things related in the sense of emotional, mental, physical, everything. Like, and also speaking of why I wasn't here last weekend, so when you know, now he stepped in and uh, was a guest. I needed a break, a mental break, to just kind of 
throw all the shit on the table and just be like, okay, what do I have? What am I working with? And just organize, deduct, subtract, all the good shit, everything. So um, what I did find out during my time period of, you know, my, it was just a week, y'all, but whatever. Shit, I can do a lot in a week, so. Yeah. My, I learned a lot about myself and my process. First off, if y'all know me, y'all know I, I'm a mad person. I'm a madiana. So I just off the rip want to fuss cuss everybody else because I'm mad and then I just disappear. And on that time period of disappearing, whether I'm on a bender, not a drug bender, y'all, just to put that as a disclaimer. But I'm on a bender and I get a moment to think, I reevaluate what's important to me and what's not important to me. And during that time period, I had some time to, you know, have some hard mental conversations with myself and reevaluate where I am falling short in areas or where I am standing tall. And, you know, I think that's something that we don't always do when we have issues, disagreements, fallouts. And not per se that, you know, again, y'all not getting LT. Don't ever thank y'all all because y'all not. Um, not saying that it was something, you know, us related. It was more so internal for me that it was just like, okay, Trey, why are you feeling this way? Why are you acting this way? And I had to ask myself, like, is there something you've done to put yourself in this situation? Which is not something I do a lot. I am not a cause and effect thinker. I'm just not. I don't ever think that the things that I do, not that they don't have consequences, but I just don't think that. Like, I don't harp on the cause. I'm more so of a, okay, this is the effect. Now, what do we do next? When the cause is the root of the effect. So I think that's a lot of times where I get my lines crossed with people that I care about or people that I'm around because I don't always think about how I've contributed to the situation. I always just harp on the effect so I can jump to the solution. And that can be, you know, as I've been told, dismissive, which is not my intention, but it can be. So, you know, just taking some time to think about how I am positively and negatively contributing to the people around me and to myself. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think this is a perfect time. Um, Again, sorry for my nasty voice guys, but <clears throat> I think this is a perfect time because we are, you know, ending the year and everybody starts taking inventory where they're like, what did I do well this year? What do I want to do better next year? Things like that. But I think if you do that more often, you can make changes quicker and be more productive. Like I think after, after every situation, like be it a good thing, a bad thing, whatever, I try to take inventory and say like, did I like how this went? Okay. How can I maintain it? How did I not like how this go? How can I change it? And when you have that mindset, it's hard because you always thinking like, you know, what's next and what's going mm -hmm. on. But at the same time, I'm so happy about like how I choose to process things because I never, when it comes to people or things I care about, I never want them to feel um, like I don't appreciate them or take it for granted. But at the same time, I am learning to, um, like you said, like take a break and rest. And it's an important part too. If we are people that are always going, we don't take that time yeah. to give back to ourselves and to really sit and say like, What's this and what's that? And sometimes you're hurt in areas and you don't realize it, but you like, you know how in movies where they get shot and they just be bleeding. It's like, we don't know where I'm shot. Like that happens a lot in life. Like we have to be strong to go out here. We got to go to work every day. You got to maintain your life. You got to maintain relationships. It's so much stuff you got to do. And sometimes things will nick you or hurt you and you don't even know where you're bleeding from, yeah, yeah. but it's coming out and it's affecting you. So I like to try now because I'm more aware of being kind to myself because I'm a person that will work, 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 work myself until my body has to tell me to rest, which is not good. 
I hope y'all don't do it because I'm working on not doing it. Um, uh, yeah, we we are aware. Self care is everything, <laughs> not the princess. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like that's a very big part of being able to clearly see yourself. Because sometimes when you're running on just adrenaline, you won't be able to process reality. Like it's like okay, I'm one, I have a one track mind. If this is all I'm focused on, and none of this other stuff matters. But you have to sometimes pump the brakes and really look and see where you are. Because if you don't take inventory of where you are, you'll never get to where you want to go ever. Thanks. Dream, you gotta. You sound. You were gonna say something when I was talking. Um, right, and the other time we cut you off. I don't think I have anything to relate to. To I mean, this part of the conversation, honestly, that I can think of. Keep How did you real. handle like looking at yourself and resting and things like that? Since you don't. Um, know. I mean, I don't hesitate to rest. <laughs> like when I just don't want to do something, I don't want to do it. Then I feel like it's gonna like work. I will call out in a heartbeat. I don't give a damn. Friendships, I'll just be like, you know what? I'm just not into doing that. Like if you want to do, you know, you want to party, party, party. I'm just not in the, you know. I just don't live for that right now at the moment. Okay. I'd rather just be, you know, doing things to build myself. So I don't. I know, I think I know when mm. more than not knowing when to find out when. Okay, so mm. how did you dis, how did you figure out what your limit was? Because it's not like you was born with it. You I had mean, to figure it out. no, but I think just it came with like being not being vocal as a child. Yeah, and then once I finally came to of being it, it's like it just wasn't a turning back. So a lot of things I don't allow myself to do, mm-hmm. or. I don't allow others to do, I would say, I guess. You develop strong boundaries. Yes. Yeah. That's great. I feel like for me, I had to realize a lot of where I was falling short is I'm a person who wants to give everything I have to people around me. But I don't. It's like, damn, it's 10 of us. All right, I'm going to buy all of us food. But I got $5. Like, I don't think about the sense of what's, I don't, I do not live in the realm of what's possible and what's impossible. Uh, I don't, I just don't. And that's sometimes. So in a way, do you think you try to um, um overcompensate yeah. or something like that? Overcommit when, myself to things. Yes. yes. Yeah. That's, that's one of the biggest things I do. And the thing is, I, because I know what my intention are. And what I'm trying to do, I don't ever think it has a negative impact because for some reason, I think that people around me know that I'm trying to do a good thing. But I don't think about how it comes off. Like, you can say, I'm going to throw your birthday party. And this person could be like, damn, I had a hard ass year. You know, life been rough. You want to throw me a birthday party. Whole time, you booked that Chuck E. Cheese. But that was the best I mean, you could do. But, but in their mind, it's like, damn, I thought we was going here. We was going there. Not for Because nothing. that's what they, not saying like, but you didn't communicate. And you mm-hmm. didn't say, this is all I can do. Or this yeah, is what, what do you that. need me to do? And that's that's where I feel, I feel like. like yeah, you have to be more intentional. Yeah, this, this like, is where I, where I feel like my, my difference is. Because I, like I said, I do not live in a world of what's possible, what's impossible. Mm-hmm. I think that I can do everything. I don't mm-hmm. know why. I just do. I think that I can do everything that I said I was going to do. But mm-hmm. then when times come, I'm learning to communicate. Okay, I cannot do that. I'm mm-hmm. learning to say. I think people I know- will not take it as harder as if they 
you over promising right, right. rather than saying this is what I have this is what I can yeah. do instead of saying this is what I'm going, going to, to do yeah. right that's but that's what thing. I'm saying I had to learn I'm mm-hmm. learning that yeah that's the thing that I always say I tell her I tell everybody like I'm a person that will um I will undercommit like I will under promise and over deliver like if like even here like if I know it's something like I'll say hey these are the things I got going. I got something going on at 1 p.m. and something going on at 6 p.m. I'm going to make sure there's enough time between because I don't want to even, you know, fall on either um, situation that I put myself in. If somebody tell me at 4 o'clock, can you meet and do this? I was like, listen, I'm not sure. I will try, but I won't tell them I will because even though I think this is a good chance that I can, I don't want them to get their hopes up because it's always better to surprise somebody with a good thing than a bad thing. And so it's like for me, because I know growing up how disappointment hurt me and how much it hurts to hear somebody say like what they want to do and then show you what they're not going to do. It's just like, I read, I don't want to make that feeling for anybody else. So like, you know, I remember the weekends of my father being like, oh, I'm going to come, I'm going to come get you. And me sitting at the window all day waiting for him to come get me and then not even getting a call, not even getting a consideration to say things change. Like that hurts. And so I have committed myself. Like, I don't want to put that hurt on anybody for any situation because you don't know what people arrange or readjust to based on with your word. Like, you don't know. If I tell y'all I'm bringing y'all dinner and y'all haven't eaten all day, then I get here and it's like, oh, dang. That's my bad. Y'all going to be looking like, okay, but that's still a disappointment. Even if y'all are okay with it, it's still a disappointment. So for me, I would rather not even tell y'all I'm getting dinner and come up here and surprise y'all with dinner because now y'all going to be like, oh, we didn't expect it. This is great. As opposed to y'all starving yourself all day and now y'all starving even more and sitting in front of me and we can't record because y'all stomachs growling. So like, that's how I like to carry things. But I feel like for me, because disappointment was so heartbreaking at such a young age, I do not like to make any promises that I know I can't make good on. And if I do make a promise, I go out of my way to make sure it happens because my word is so important to me. Okay, mine is, I don't know if you're going to piss me off, so I ain't going to say <laughs> nothing. We'll just see how this play out. Yeah, that's like, weird. I'm not going to promise anything. Like, I won't be like, mm, I think I'll get, no, let me see how you're going to treat me throughout the week or mm. what you're going to do. So it's like performance-based. Yes. I think for me... Me having a similar situation as Trelise, like my father was also a very leave me on the steps ass nigga. Um, <laughs> that's the title. <laughs> I don't know what what was up with them niggas back in the day. They, they all had that same trait. They the had because the they had good intentions. They say what they said what people wanted them to say because you know our mother was like, you need to come see them. You need to do this. So yeah, I'm gonna tell you what you want to hear, and my intention is to do that. But when life comes and when I have to make the actual choice, it's like that's my least important priority. And that's how we felt, like the least important priority. Well, I think for me, I developed on the B side of you that I just feel like if you do, you do. If you don't, you don't. Life goes on. I'm just a very life goes on person with everything. Like I don't, I don't expect nothing from nobody. So it's like if people do stuff for me, yes, I'm happy. But if you don't, it's like, all right, well, now I'm going to do this because I'm so used to like for you, you feel like your word is everything because you don't like full person not to keep their word. For me, I literally am a very believe it when I see it person. Even if you say I'm gonna do this, I'd be like, all right. When you do it, I'm like, oh, okay, you actually did it. That's for everybody. No, uh, oh wait, everybody like what? Like, is that for everybody? I mean, generally, but it's like some people you know when they say they're gonna do something, they're gonna do it. Mm. But I think for me, because I'm used to things that I want not happening, I just don't think it's gonna happen. So when it happened, I'm surprised. But if you say it, it's like. Like, I'm just very, I think it made me be more, not to him, not to him at all, <laughs> but to everybody besides him, be more understanding that, like, 
okay, yeah, they did want to do this, but they couldn't. So what's next? Like very low expectations for everybody because mm. I know what that feels like. Like you said, to want something or to expect something and for it to continuously not happen. For me, it just felt like, well, it's probably not going to happen. So if it do, it do. If it don't, it don't. Mm-hmm. Whereas though for you, like you said, you're a keep your word. You said you were going to do it. It's not everybody. It's certain situations. Like that's mm-hmm. not for everything. For most people, I have no expectations of them at all. So yeah, it's I think fine. that's how it is. Yeah, I don't like, have expectations yeah. for certain people. Yeah. Outside of, I mean, yeah, I don't expect anything, but in the same sense, it's just like, if, I mean, I'm not going to, you know, like not have anything set up behind right. somebody yeah, say, yeah, yeah. okay, I'm going to take you this place. Or if I need to ride or something like, Okay, I'm gonna say, Apple, can you take me? Yeah, I'll take you here. Right. I'm Apple still gonna have a backup a plan, right? Just Absolutely. in case. Yeah. So even if a person, not that I'm expecting a person to come through for me, or not just because they said it off a word. Yeah. Certain service, because if I ask you, yeah. I know, yeah, right. you'll do it if you can. But if I have another person, like a friend or something, they'd be like. Yeah, I'll take you. But I'm like, uh, just okay. In case. Thank yeah. you for taking me. You're going to take me, whatever. I'm still going to ask this person just in right. case. So the situation, if if you can, you know, have that, ex- I mean, not have the expectation, but say that you're going to do something like over-promising yeah. and not keep me updated or something like, yeah, yeah. okay. Or even when I say it, be like, I may can take you. I don't know right, what I had yeah. to do that day, but because I'll that see. Helps so, yeah. So, I'm not going to put all my eggs in your basket Absolutely. to be let down. But in those situations, that'll teach me how to handle you yeah. in the future. But, like, I, I agree. Like, as much as, like, my biggest thing is just because I feel like when it comes to your word, like, people, they voluntarily give your word. Uh-huh. Like, nobody forces you. Like, if you were to say, can you take me to the airport? I don't have to say yes. I can, in that moment, say, I can't. I'm unable. Mm-hmm. Like, when I give my word, that's on me. That's on me. Yeah, and I think you. that's another big issue. Of if you, you, you know, your intentions are good of saying like, I I'll can do, take yeah. you if I can. Right. But also give a person leeway to be like, you know, I can take you, yeah. but I got to do this. Right. I got to do that. I'm not sure what time I might be done. Absolutely. I'll like keep if you updated or if yeah. Especially if it's time, like airports are perfect because mm-hmm. if it's something that's based on time, because if you get somebody late to the airport, that affects everything they got planned. They miss their flight. They miss whatever they paid for. Like they miss all of that stuff. So like for me, um, yes, I always have a way to get what I need done, done. There's no way that mm-hmm. I, like I have more so I'm disappointed in the fact that that's the word, but I'm never in a place where I am not going to get accomplished what I want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And, um, because I am a, I'm a person that plans. Like mm-hmm. if we go on to dinner and not only that, you're a person that learned in your childhood. I absolutely. That you got to depend I on have yourself. To make myself, to, yeah. I am my baseline always. Mm-hmm. And anything above that is great. It's beautiful, but there's certain things and certain people I feel like I should be able to have mm-hmm. that expectation because they can have it of me. Like when I say I do not give a word that I am not going to keep. And if something changes, I let them know because some things do change. Like some things out of your control. But the things that I make my commitment to are that because that's important to me. Like even when um, I had to take you to the airport, like I had a hair appointment and I ended up in traffic, which I could not control. But as soon as I hit traffic, I was like, I might be late to my hair appointment. So I text my hairstylist and I said, hey. I'm looking like I'm running late, so you can just cancel my appointment or you can wait. Now I gave her the choice because I don't know if she, if I'm her latest client, I don't know what the situation is. And of course, I ended up at a certain point being like, it's just unrealistic to have you wait this long, so just cancel me and we'll book back later. And she was like, fine, great, thanks, whatever. So then now she can start her weekend earlier, all of that. Of course, 
now with my hair not done, but mm-hmm. that's because of something I couldn't control. But at least I will always want to be the person that takes the disappointment, mm-hmm. not any other person that I mm-hmm. have given my word to. So like, that's just me. But like you said, I always have a plan. So it's not like I'm disappointed in my happenings. I'm more disappointed in me in that relationship with that person because I thought that it was the same, you know? Mm-hmm. And I also want to say you can have expectations of people, which is great. But I think a lot of times we get caught up on titles or we get caught up on, oh, this is my such and such. Or you might as, not us per se, but people in general. You get caught up on, oh, you my mother, you my sister, you my brother, my, you supposed to this. And that is where we, a lot of us break our own hearts, putting expectations on people in our lives. Because we don't see people for who they are. We see them for who we think they're supposed to be to us. Again, not saying us. I'm just saying. No, in I, general statement. I, I agree. I agree. I, I do. That we do. Because we do break our hearts We spend a lot life. of times thinking about, think about just a relationship. All of us have a broken relationship with our father. We put this expectation on them because they are our parent and they were supposed to do stuff and they were never those people, apparently, but, for all of us. And I'm not saying that they were, that they should not have been because they should have. Yeah, but oh. we don't even know the character of who all of us have one thing in common. Our fathers are obviously work for the Ghostbusters or something. I don't know. Mine has now retired. Well, Shout out to yeah, Ray. He's being reformed. <laughs> yes. But uh, go ahead and cut. Go I ahead. I don't feel like I agree because once you, I mean, if you are, I think titles do matter at some point because um, I'll just use another um instance. Like, if you are a dog, a pet owner, mm-hmm. your animal is expecting you to feed them, yeah. take care of them. They aren't going to do that on their own. So as a child, if you a parent, yeah. your child expect you to nourish them, dress, I mean, like clothe them, them and care for them. So once you take on those responsibilities, yeah. that is the expectation that you have to exceed. And a parent and a parent rule obviously that's what i'm saying that's the only thing we all have in common that we can say but if you're thinking of like a it's best it's friend title roles i mean that's like that. wouldn't be that i mean no no because every title parent comes is the only thing that you can really have no, no. real expectations every, every comes with an if expectation you're in a you relationship you have it it's expectations that come with those things yeah, you just determine like, what it is yes i i get what you're saying and mm-hmm. like i said we all have expectations of each other but what i was saying is we get caught up on the expectation of the title you're supposed to because you're this person and not that like trini said you made a commitment to the relationship and you're looking for reciprocation opposed to what a person's supposed to do because they're this which is a lot of times why we're falling out with friends because oh you're supposed to be my friend you're not mm-hmm. this you're not that mm-hmm. because they're supposed to be your friend no that's what i, I think mean that, by that also yeah. comes with the boundaries and the layout of the friendship the if these are the things that we discussed about our friendship yeah and then i can this it. is what is expected of our friendship yeah. and right. you aren't coming again, through with these it's not that it's when you communicate something with somebody absolutely. and say okay this is we're gonna do that's just like if you plan something with your hairdresser you expect them to have you come in there sitting? No, the they're gonna make you get washed, blow I mean, dried, and in a real world, get... this is yeah. what you would want. Yes, yo, they wild with that. This is what you would want when you have a title. When there is a title, and there already is a discussion of Absolutely. what is supposed to happen, you're gonna expect that because this is something that you we both agreed to yeah. and communicated to. So when it doesn't happen, it's like. Right. See, I think that's that's the thing because both both of you guys are making absolutely correct statements. Trey is right when she's saying I agree that. With that. I yeah. don't think we should always we should. No, expect I do too agree much. with the yeah, fact. No, no, no. Yeah, I said that's why I said get caught. Yeah, up on like that. what she's not saying. saying that you shouldn't have no expectations of nobody because in yeah. that's the case, 
it wouldn't be no laws at yeah, all. It's what, like, why well, everybody do whatever the hell y'all want? What she said was, we break our own hearts with expectations. And that's true. Because if we do not communicate what we expect, then yeah, how can somebody live up to an expectation that we never communicated? Mm-hmm. But another thing that we all struggle with, not we all, like we all as a American people, all people. Humans. Yes, humans. Thank you. Humankind. All oh, of I us, take that back. Just black. No. <laughs> not I take that back. I don't know what the hell. I'm we real tired. All sometimes. Talk about humans. Sometimes there is a, we just think this because of what's said but you do need to have a deeper conversation where it's like every relationship is not the same like every parent mm-hmm. is not the same there are some parents that's like all I can do is provide financially I can't give you emotional support I can't give you this support I don't, that and comes with being co- having a conversation that does come like, with that but a lot of people are not willing to have, be honest and about what they can't expectations do. change they do yes and a lot of people aren't able to be honest about what they can do because that takes a hard moment to say like like it's not easy for me to sit and hear somebody say i want you to be a part of this i want you to do this and say no it's not easy but people think it's easy because i do it frequently but it's like i would rather say no and stop that expectation than say yes and destroy it because when you do that you not only damage that your relationship you damage that person's ability to trust period Mm -hmm. because like again like we said we dealt with this at a young age so now how we all deal with disappointment is based on our experiences with it and i just don't want to be the reason that somebody's like oh i don't trust nobody worried because this or i don't do this because it's because you never know what that one thing could be that can damage a person's heart or bruise a person's heart for that but i think that again like Trey said, if we have expectations that we never communicate, that we never have conversations about, yes, you're going to break your heart. But if there is a conversation, if we sit down and we say, like, um, there are things that uh, me and my best friend, shout out to you, of course, Cletus, but like we've had conversations. And before we became best friends, we used to have really hard conversations like, I don't like this or I do like that or this and this. And then once we finally got it all on the table, we was like, OK, you're my best friend. This is what comes with that. And if I feel like as my best friend, you lack and I can come to you and say, I need more or you're not doing this. And it won't be offensive because I agree to what we both said. So now it's like, okay, that's my bad. I'm going to step up. And I'm fine with that because I know that the commitment is the same. Like it's not equal. And I think people get that confused. What I need and what another person needs is not the same thing, but the effort should be the same. Now, if we're again, talking about effort being the same and, communicating and all of that yes these things are essential for all relationships i think that um balance is key balance and being realistic being realistic means that yeah in a perfect world everything a person says should happen everything a person commits to should be done in a realistic world that's not going to happen but where we where we draw the bridge between ideal and reality is communication if I tell yes. you I'm doing something and I can't do it, if I communicate to you that it can't be done, there is no lie. There is no playing games yeah. because but it's just the way it go about of it. it is, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. It's being communicated again. Where I struggled for a long time is communicating after the fact. And I'm learning to communicate prior, yeah. like saying, damn, I'm going to do this. And then it'd be like the day of all this stuff happened. I couldn't get that done because. Now we're not communicating. Now we're given an excuse. Yes. There's a difference between communicating and giving excuses. And I just didn't see that because for me, it was like, no, this really happened. This really stopped. Why? But again, if you are telling me after the fact, you don't know what I had to do to change to get it done. Mm-hmm. So therefore, it's giving an excuse and excuses is saying, oh, don't be mad at me. I didn't do this because this was why. Opposed to me basically saying the dog did homework. We don't even have a goddamn dog. <laughs> but in reality, saying, you know what? I can't get this done. And I know I told you I was going to get this done. And I really want to get this done for you. But the way that things are going, I'm going to need more time on this. Or this is what I can do. 
So that's hard for me because, again, like I said, I don't believe in the realm of possible and impossible. If I want to do something, I'm going to do whatever the hell I want. That's just the way my brain's set up. And if I say I want to do this, I'm going to do it. But when reality sinks in and it's like, yeah, there's 24 hours in a day. You can't get that done. You got this done. This popped up. You didn't account for that. And it's like, damn, okay, let me look at what I was supposed to do today. Okay, let me tell you, I'm not going to even do this. This is, this is going on. I can't do this today, but I can do it tomorrow. Or, and that's not always, that's, that's a double-edged sword because it's like, yeah, I'm stepping in the right direction by communicating and I'm telling you that I can't get this done, but now I'm dropping my commitment to you. Now I'm changing things. So it's like, I'm still disappointing you, even though I'm communicating with you, opposed to giving an excuse and saying, I didn't do this because. I don't think, I mean, I don't, for most people, I don't think it would be a disappointment because if you give enough person time, that's the thing. And, and, and time like enough. enough time, yeah, during the communication, it always allows them to yeah. cover what you couldn't do right. instead of last minute. Now it's just like, yeah, it's last minute. Right now you scramble. It's just, yeah, it's just, it just won't be done because a person re- can respect you for being upfront and being like, hey, I know I said I can get it done at this time, but I don't think I could do it. So, yeah they'll be able to cover their ass rather than not have exactly. nothing to show for at all. It's just like when you got to call, I know you don't do this, but when you got to call out of work, they typically want you to call out like within enough hours for them mm-hmm. to call somebody so, else because they got to inconvenience them. So you don't know what their day is like, what their schedule is like. So they want to give you at least, you know, eight to 10 hours where they call that person and they can rearrange these things. Now, even though it is an inconvenience, if you have eight to 10 hours to know, oh, I got to go in early, now you can change your day. Whereas if they call them an hour before they got to come to work, it's like, oh, I'm out in wherever, or I'm doing this, I'm doing that. So I definitely can't do it. Or now what I'm on my way to do, I can't do because I didn't know I would have done it earlier or things like that. But I think the communication is respected when it happens, but the timing, like Dream said, is very important because if somebody needs something from me on Tuesday and I tell them Sunday that I can't do it, they got Monday, Sunday night, mm-hmm. Monday, and Tuesday to get it done. If I tell them Tuesday morning I can't do it, now they like, now I'm still scrambling. Yes, I'm glad that you told me because I got to fix it, but now I still have the stress of fixing something that I wish I would have known earlier. So that goes to being realistic about what you actually can do and what you communicate. Like, I had to be very, you have to be very realistic and make when you plan things and when you involve people to consider how it affects them. If it's like, okay, I can't run you to the store. That's not as bad as something that's like, I can't make bringing you decorations for your birthday party. Like those are two very different things. Whereas like now it's affecting their entire day. The people that's coming in, they're already in a place emotionally where it's like, I have a lot going on. I want people to come through for me. Birthdays are a really big thing for girls, guys. Like if you don't show up to their parties, that'd be the end of friendships, bro. But like those things are different situations are weighted differently. And I think if you know what's going on for a person, you need to be aware of that. Like if it's not just the, oh, I'm late to dinner and that's all you got going on. If it's a, I'm late to this and that it's a domino effect, then yeah, you need to communicate earlier and sooner. Even if when, when a, you know how like when it's supposed to rain, if it's 2%, you'd be like, all right, it might not. But at the higher the percentage, the quicker you are going to adjust your plans if you're outside. It's the same way with when you have to communicate. Like if it's a 2%, like, I don't know, something's going on, let me fix it. And if it don't work, if you get to 40, 50, now you have to really say like, hey, this is the possibility. So let's plan for the worst. Let's hope for the best, but we're going to plan for the worst. Because if the worst happens, we are prepared. But if the best happens, we, we free, we comfortable. Mm-hmm. So I think that's important to think about. Well, yeah, um, that is very important. Timing is everything. And again, like I said, when it comes down to uh, communicating versus giving excuses, it's always, it's really a discretion. It's about the situation. It's about the people involved. It's about the relationship. And it's about 
understanding as far as what is your relationship with this person? Is this somebody who is a very like okay, case in point, I'm a very if you don't say nothing the day of, we're not going because I'm getting back in my bed. Mm-hmm. Like I don't give a damn. If you say, Oh, we going to the mall today, let's go to the mall tomorrow. All right. If I don't hear from you all day, I ain't mad at you because I'm just gonna get in my bed. And I go another day. Like I'm not going to set my life up around we're going to the mall today unless I have heard and reconfirmed with you we're going to the mall today. And because I guess it goes back to me feeling like I don't believe anything until I see it. It's more so like for me, all right, boom. You want to go to the mall with me today, right? You was off, I was off. But whole time, you just worked all week. So you probably tired. Low key, you might have slept in all day. And you like, damn, me and Trey supposed to go to the mall today. You didn't say nothing. I didn't say nothing. So you like, well, whatever. For us, it's just the mall. We can go to the mall whenever we want. It's not like we go to the mall to get my gift or, you know, a birth or something coming up. Those, that's when it comes to circumstances. Whereas though, all right, your birthday tomorrow, you got to find an outfit. We have to go to the mall today. Opposed to, we wasn't really doing nothing today. So we were just going to go to the mall. So if you don't, if you don't hear from you and you don't hear from me, no, for me, I feel like you're not really mad. I'm not really mad because I didn't really center my day around us going to the mall. We either do or we don't. In those situations where there's no communication, most people just going to go about their life and like whatever. In a situation where there's deadlines, where there's events, where there's, you know, things that need to be done, anything financial. Yes, these are situations where you should really prioritize, obviously, giving 48-hour notice or whatever the case may be where you can say, all right, I can't do this no more or I can only do this. So this is what I can do then or I can't change this or I got to change that. These things I 100% agree with. These are where we get, we, we give more um, space for communication, Grace, and, and just being like, all right, cool. This is what's happening on Friday. Yourself, honey. What do you mean? <laughs> I, for you, that works. But for me, it's just, it don't care. It can be we going to an envelope, an open of an envelope. <laughs> don't envelope play in my there. face about the situation. Like, I literally had a situation of just going out to the club with somebody. And last minute, they tell me that they're not going. But prior to that, they build up this story. Oh, yeah, I got my ticket. I do this. I do that. Okay, now I that's that. different. That's no, them I'm literally saying, like, saying yeah, I bought a so, ticket. We're going. Mm-hmm. This is a planned event. I'm saying in our case... You off there, I'm off today. We going to the mall. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody said shit. All right, we ain't go. Whatever. Call you later. I thought we was going to go to the mall today. I was tired of shit. Oh, all right. That's mm-hmm. different when there's no communication. If somebody about, yeah, builds yeah. up to, like like you said, that's foul. Somebody builds up and say, oh, I bought a ticket. I'm coming. Like, I had a situation where I had a friend that was supposed to go with me out of town. Waited till the week or two of to say, I'm going to just meet you there. This is when I knew. Before you, ain't nobody getting on a plane by themselves to go no fucking way to meet somebody else for their birthday. It was just like, in my mind, I was not like, and this is a situation where it probably was like, damn, I really did want to go with you. But this is going on my life. That's going on my life. Let me still try to go this further step and say, I'm going to meet you. That's when my expectations of the whole shit was just like, no, you're not coming. But I was just like, okay, whatever. If you do, you do. You don't, you don't. Then it was, I'm going to just give you money. Now we really going, now black people don't get nobody no damn money. Now we're going very left with this. So for me, was I annoyed with that? Yeah, I was. But I didn't set my life up or center my life on when right. you're going to come. But this Now here's the thing. Had that money been accounted for towards hotels? Had that money been accounted yeah. for to all of that stuff? That's yeah. Different. But once we got closer, you know, black people like to drop out for a trip. It started with 20 of us. Now it's two. Once we got closer to the date. And I asked, did you get your ticket? Did you get your flight? This is when we're booking flights. If you're not booking the flight with everybody else, you're no longer accounted. You're not financially accounted to me anymore. So whether you decide you're going to meet us there, whether you decide you're going to meet me when I get, I don't give a damn about that because when we all was doing this and you didn't, and you didn't say, yeah, I got my money today, 
you are no longer financially an option for me. See, so, I but, think that goes back to titles. Titles does matter because had that been somebody that's close to you, it was that shows their character. Yeah, especially something that they need for a while. for you. Yes. So well, yeah. Again, person, we're also talking about birthdays and right. trips, which so, are yeah. very deep I mean, but things. It can be small things is just like going out to eat somewhere. Just yeah. having a, a girl's time or something like that. If somebody says they're going to do something and the relationship is not nothing like, oh, let's go, you know, to Vegas and spend millions of dollars. Just something less simple yeah. to have some time to ourself because we're friends. Like that, if you're you not cannot make friend, I mean, make time for me or make yeah. time for us and not let me know, like, yeah. I can't make time for us because of this rather than just leaving me high and dry yeah. and not knowing anything. It seems like... What you I just ain't want to hang out with me? But exactly. I don't matter to you. So I think mm. that's where the titles See, go just, back. Yeah. I don't know. It does. I it think for me, my brain is just that... very like. I just it, I don't but change. It's my question. Like, it's my question. It's my question. Exactly. When, when I don't when change. I Shut the fuck up. This is my question though. When it first happened, when you found out. Or when you had to kind of pull it out of this person that they wasn't coming. Because the whole time they were still trying to tell you that they were going to show up. Mm -hmm. When you finally realized it, how, did you feel a disappointment? Even though you say you don't have expectations. Did in that moment, did you say, it's my birthday. You supposed to be my friend. Why wouldn't you just tell me this sooner? Did any of those questions? I felt like all you had to do was say you couldn't come. Mm -hmm. So I, yeah. didn't, I, I honestly didn't put... Um, weight on the friendship because I'm a person but later, who, did you? But no, that's I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm the type of person who puts, like I told you, everything. I put everything up on the sleeve block. I weigh Stop the good and the bad. It don't make a difference if you tell me but you're gonna buy me like... 25 cent bubble gum. If you do not buy me 25 cent bubble gum and you said you would, I'm not mad because there's been a time when you put a meal in my mouth and I couldn't do shit for myself. There's been times when you picked me up. There's been times when you did, did you did that. Okay. So I always went. No, I'm don't. saying, I'm saying particularly you. Like, you're mm -hmm. my cousin. No. If you tell me, Trey, all right, I'm going to do this. And then you don't. I'm not mad at you because I'm thinking about all the times when you did. I'm a good outweigh the bad person. But I'm still saying. Unless your bad outweighs your good. But I'm like, saying, oh, yeah, at that point, it's just like you saying you put it on a slave block or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Me buying you meals and stuff like that. Okay, me not giving you this. That's another thing to that. So that's mm, another thing to steals. that. That's another thing to that. So it's, that's what I'm it's saying. But so if now, you're good as I wear your bed, I'm not mad about if you saying, can't do it's something. It's just the fact that you're still going to have to look at, yeah. damn, this is another time you did bad. Put it over here. Damn, this is enough time to bad. Okay, you did good. This is enough time to bad. Yeah. So it's like, okay, how many times sense, you really I'm, doing bad? You got to think but, about it. You got to divide yeah, it but up just to see that, if this person is good yeah. or if this person is bad. So that's being a, a thing that even make you have to, you know, question keep that bond. A, the relationship, yeah. Because you have to, you know. Keep weighing it. Keep weighing it and pick what side and they will overcome or, out. I mean, will fall in eventually. Yeah. So it's just like you have to, you are trying to see the, the um type of person mm -hmm. that that person is. So it's still a question of who are you? Who are you? Yeah. And are you going to hurt me? Is this hurting me? So I'm trying to see what side is yeah. you coming out. If you not hurt me or you hurt me. And then sometimes it depends. Like the good of okay, he treated you to a meal is okay. Like that's that's mm -hmm. good. But it is not as the one great time that as you might have needed. The this. bad, like if if you literally said, it, I'm doing the same two show show, I need you to come through and do this, and he lets you down on the day of your show. And it could be that one thing. bad is greater than the good uh -huh. of feeding me because, because you're like, this he was more take at risk. in my shirt, but. I needed him here yeah, for this because I need more this. to lose. Yeah. So like that's another thing. The weight of the situation affects 
how you see a person. But I also think the understanding comes in when you do sit back and say, mm-hmm. yeah, they did this, they did that. Because people can be understanding. Yeah, like, you can still yeah. feel a way about a person yeah, disappointing you. I'm not saying, saying but I just I'm think not going to care at all. Yeah, but, but that's, that's what I'm saying. saying like, like, it, don't, it doesn't erase. Mm-hmm. It doesn't it erase doesn't. that. It doesn't because so, you can't. Yeah, so I like, and then the occurrence has to play a lot of it. Yeah, character is a big part. but the reason and then also, that moment. also the recovery because uh-huh. everybody's gonna make mistakes everybody's gonna have a situation and that's why we are all human we're all flawed but how do you recover from when Just, you have hurt somebody or disappointed somebody like for me again as much as I plan there are things in life you cannot plan uh-huh. there are things in life that even if I'm justified if I tell somebody like if I tell one of my brothers I'm gonna take y'all here and then Ray gets sick yeah, my priority will be my father. Do I feel bad about that? No, because that's right. But do I also understand that there's something that I now have done that has affected mm-hmm. how they see? It? Yeah, but I'm going to go back and I'm going to say, this is the reason. And I am sorry that this happened. But mm-hmm. would I make that choice again? Absolutely. But at the same time, there is a, a recovery where they will mm-hmm. then understand this is my priority. So if this happens again, they won't have to question, am I coming or am I not? It's going to say, okay, niece already told me. If this happens, she's going there. So now the expectation is not there. But they also know that if they need me, I'm going to come back and make sure it's right, regardless of what my priority is. And I feel like it's the same thing. If I got to go to work, if I tell y'all I'm going to do something and I have to go to work, it's like, listen, y'all know. And I say it up front, like, I'm here right now, but I have any time they can call me to go to work. So mm-hmm. now the expectation is lowered. Like, okay, if she got to go to work, we're informed. And then when I leave to go to work, I, when I come back, whatever I was supposed to do, I make sure I fulfill that because it just doesn't go away because I have another priority. That weight is still there. And you have to, as a person, be understanding of that. Like your friend had to understand, yes, you can understand you got stuff in life going on, but so did you. Mm-hmm. When you made this trip, you had life and stuff going on. And this is about celebrating you. So like Dream is saying, how is it that celebrating me, you didn't inform me in enough time so that one, I know you're not coming because that changes the dynamic of the trip. And two, if your money was accounted for, this can now affect where we stay, where we eat, what we yeah. do. Like those things are very important. So then on top of that, what was the recovery like when you got back? Not well, correct? Yeah. Right. So then that's when the part I where back, you, I was like, right. That's the part where you start looking at people different. Yeah, that's it's like, I was thinking like, where did you make up for this? Right. Mm-hmm. That's the, the same. Great segue. You're I was understanding. Okay. Back to the recovery and just what you said. What did you do to make up for this? And I think that's now, something that don't people get me don't. Wrong. I've drunk a lot. I, I cannot confirm or deny that we went out from my birthday <laughs> okay. because we probably did, which is okay, why that's still fine. cool. Just, just but that trip was a good, it was a mm-hmm. good gauge. Uh, yeah. For. So back to the recovery and the, um, the, like, I want to say compensating almost like just in that same scenario, if I didn't come to that show, but after I would have threw you like, you know, I I wasn't able to come, but this is what I'm doing because I, I feel like, you know, I should have been there, but I had other things happen. So I'm going to take it upon myself to throw you this maybe like a release party yeah, or yeah. a showing party for this to show you that, right. you know, I do care I about value about I you value, value your business and I value you as a person. Yeah. And I wasn't able to make it. So let me make it up to you by Absolutely. showing you. And that's that regaining trust yes. and right. regaining. And that's mm-hmm. the thing people don't do. It's like, OK, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Like, no, there's so many so much that went into that process where when you do that, that's also hurtful because mm-hmm. now. You you don't think about what I needed you for. You don't think about the inconveniences that I went through. You don't think about how it just hurts, period, to depend on somebody, especially if you people like us. Like, we don't depend on people. So the people that we do depend on, it hurts more because Mm -hmm. we already are hard on ourselves to depend on people, period. So it's like, like, okay, you understand. I can't take away the fact that, Trey, I wanted to be there for your Saint too, so release. But what I can do is say, look, 
this is what I'm doing in good faith. Show you, I care about my position in your life, and I'm going to regain think that, that trust. Helps with and the yeah, it does because of... then you can start saying, "Yeah, I was disappointed, but they made up for it exactly. because they care enough about what I care about. They care enough that they inconvenience me, even if it was reasonable. If mm-hmm. he said they called me into work, yeah, but that still doesn't take away the fact that your show was based on him being there and it was affected because he was not, and you had to makeshift stuff or call somebody in or ask for another favor that you don't know what that could lead to. I yeah. think some people see it as like, okay, I gave you my reason why I wasn't coming. Yeah, that's so enough. you may just let that be you. Yeah. But not knowing the person that is in that situation hurt, like you said, that yeah. expression, ex, ex, expectations yeah. break out hard. So people don't see that like, oh, I think people like, oh, I'm not about to kiss your ass or do this yeah, and yeah, do that because yeah. I told you why I wasn't going to come. Yeah. Rather than trying to be like, Damn, I, I know understand. you needed me there. Exactly. I can understand how you're feeling. Let me show you that I do care and yes. I don't want to make it like it double is what it is. on top. Yeah. yeah. And I think again That's I think progress and how you said a re um what did word you say? Which one? Re- I don't know, child. Evaluation, no, recalibrate. No, no. I don't know. I don't know. But doing something that showed like, you know what, that was that. Yeah, I didn't want it to be like that. Absolutely. But let me show you that I want to it to be like this. Exactly. Continuing. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's it's a thing. It's just like okay, the moments that my father did show up, it was all right. I'm here now, so I don't, you don't need to tell me that you've been waiting for mm-hmm. five hours, bro. Yes, I do because now when I get in this car and I'm annoyed, it's like you don't even have a reason. Like it's just five hours of my time. I've been sitting here hungry, thirsty, because for whatever reason as a kid, I was dumb to think that if I go in the house and piss, he gonna leave me. Even like he can't a bus. see a person be like, you know, I was late five hours. Yeah. But let's go to your favorite exactly. ice cream please. Right. Then it would make the person that was upset or whatever feel it's better like, like okay, okay right. I guess I can we be can more go understanding. because you're uh, compensating for your yeah. losses. And like um like I said, the reason that me and Ray are in a better situation based on like that um, is because we had a conversation and I had to tell him like, this is where you hurt me. This is where you're falling short. This is what my expectation was. And I also had to tell myself, don't have this expectation at the same time, keeping him accountable, but also disciplining my expectations where when I had this conversation at 19, so 19 years of this back and forth and disappointment at 19, I finally told him like, this is what I needed from you. But now at 19, I no longer need these mm-hmm. things. But because he heard the conversation, he started to do those things. But when he started doing it, I don't need it anymore. Because you've taught me to not need it from you. So we had to get to a place where it was a balancing act of, I see you making an effort. I can acknowledge it without expecting it. So now it's the same thing. Like, But now, because of how close our relationship is, I do have expectations again. So I think there is a journey to that. But you have to be very honest. And you have to be very real about both our positions in that. Yes, there are expectations that I did not communicate. Because as my father, I expected you to do these things. There are things that you didn't communicate. Because as a parent or as a man, you were not taught that spending time with your child was paramount or was important. So we had to have those conversations and iron that stuff out so that now we're at a place where when he calls me, he expects me to answer. He expects me to come running and it needs to be vice versa because there's not, there's nothing that I expect of him that he cannot do. I'm not going to sit here and say, I want my father to run a 5k unrealistic (laughs) expectation, very unrealistic. But will I say that when I'm going through something and I call you, I want you to be here and I want you to support me and show me love. Absolutely. That's possible. So when it comes to that, expectations can be renegotiated, but you have to be real about where you are as a person, what you expect. And that takes a vulnerability to say, like, I do want you to be there for me. I do need you in these moments. I do need this. And for people that are hyper independent or 
uh, to themselves, it's hard to say that because you you let a guard down to a point to say like, I need somebody in a moment or for this. So again, they can communicate your expectations, but also learn when to recalibrate them because every expectation will change over time. Like you said, as a 10 year old kid, you expect things from your parent that you don't expect at 20 at 30. And you need to understand and communicate that so that you guys are on the same page and there's progress in a relationship. You see, for me, I just don't give a fuck. And that's my damn problem now. I think I really be thinking like I'm I'm broken inside or something. Maybe I need to get a therapist. I've but been told you. I've I been just told you. I don't expect shit. I don't think I just think whatever's gonna be is gonna be and I'm gonna make the best of whatever is. And I'm trying to change my outlook and you know, changing my outlook means changing myself, meaning in certain areas don't have that mentality and that that thought process and that outlook on everything and everybody like okay if i have a relationship with y'all that is close and y'all are giving to me obviously common sense means i'm giving to y'all if y'all are considering me then common sense means i should be considering y'all like that's what i'm saying so for me I don't know. Like, it's not I that I don't you care. Quick, but there's a bitch, Kimberly Denise Jones. How, oh, how no. dare she, honey? What how she fucking do? dare she? I just look on Amazon while we recording because this book was supposed to be released <laughs> November the 3rd, 2020. I go hear this shit say September 2022. She ain't doing nothing with her fucking life to hold this do book back. She's back there. Do not. And y'all y'all talk about I don't you'll go in on little Kim. Here it is, right <laughs> fucking now. But sorry, Trey. I digress. I'm just saying. I don't know. I just have a very numb time. <laughs> numb tight. to dis- I'm very numb to disappointments ways though Trinice is um triggered by disappointment. But to if you, that, certain, in certain relationships, if, if that is a thing, yes, so in certain relationships, for like me, I put everything on a very low bar for everybody. If you do, you do. If you don't, you but don't. I feel like it's not the case with us. Okay, well, I, I feel mean, like if you if you sit here and you say, Trinice, I need you to do X Y Z, you expect that, correct? Here's the thing. No, correct. No, 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 no. Let me let me go. Go there. ahead. Go let ahead. Go there. If I say, Trinice, I need you to bring me some water back from the store. <laughs> and you say, all right, I got you. And you go out and work all 95 of your jobs. That's you not what did. I asked you. I just want you to and answer that question. let me finish. If you go out and work all 95 of your jobs, as you do, forget to eat typically as you do, run on three hours of sleep as you typically do, and then you come in the house and you got bags and other stuff. And I'm like, you get my water? you like, oh, no, nope, I forgot to get your water. My first thought process is, I know you. I know what you've done today. I know that you didn't even take time for yourself. So if you forgetting my water to me is minor because now I'm about to leave out. And I'm probably going to go and get us both food because you didn't eat. And I'm going to get my water too. And I'm I'm not going to be upset. But because, my question. Because my question I, was, can like, I finish? I want you to ask the question. The question, the question was, no, because the question I'm was saying. Did you, if, you, if you tell me, Trinice, I would like this. Do you expect me to deliver? That's it. Yes or no? Because what you're giving is being understanding of when it doesn't happen. Yeah, we'll go back to do you expect time. me to deliver if you ask me to do something? I'm 50-50. If you do, do you do. For, if no, you don't, you don't. No, do, I do you, not. Okay. I do when not you, think that if you don't bring the water. Bitch, if I tell you, Trey, bring me some hookah. If I tell my friend, bring me some hookah. Trey, why the fuck you ain't bring me no hookah? 
First of all, I'm only bringing you because I know you're going to bitch about friend, it. And I don't be like, okay, I don't care because guess what? But, bitch, you, why do you bring me no fucking hookah? But this hookah? my thing. Why is it the man don't meet why? a fucking hookah? Because of the closest because relationship. Because of the relationship. But this is so, my question. If I say about anything. Like a, a mean, okay, like, do you know what? I just don't feel close to anybody. My- Wow. 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 That's so And I'm not saying it about oh, you. But, but no, I'm serious. I'm saying, I'm saying it I'm saying it in a I'm saying it in a sense of it's not about you. And that's why I think Oh my god, let me finish. Because you're you're growing you, you're like okay, Can but, I finish okay, so I can explain finish. this, please? Don't finish. I'm Thanks. saying this in the sense of it's not a dagger to y'all or anybody in my life. Me as a person, I don't feel connected to anybody. I always feel like I'm a part of your life. 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 But I do not feel that, like, I don't even know how to explain it. I just, I don't think that I, and I know y'all are going to be mad when I say this, but it's the only way I can say it. I don't feel important in other people's lives. Even if y'all tell me I am, even if y'all treat me as I am, I don't. So I always think that I don't hold you per se, please put your hand down. I don't I think I like say it's like it's me. It's not y'all. It's because it's I feel that way. Art. I know, and I know that because I feel that way. I always feel like I just exist in other people's lives. Mm-hmm. I don't feel that the weight that y'all put and y'all say that I hold that I actually do. Okay. So when mm-hmm. I don't do things, I really don't think I'm hurting y'all. When I See, do or don't do things, I really don't think that y'all care that much in a sense of damn Trey, you were supposed to do this. It's just like. Okay, wow, I so, didn't. And then once I had to take that time to think about that and internalize how I see myself in y'all lives, it made me realize I'm not intentionally trying to hurt y'all. I just do not feel an emotional connection to to anybody most of the time. So I spend a lot of time reevaluating how people treat me so I can realize like, wow, this person really cared about it. Wow, this person really loved me. And it make me be like, Trey, are you performing the way you should to show them that? And when I'm not, I do feel bad. And it's not that I be just saying fuck y'all and y'all feelings and y'all to get over it. It's because I really do not feel like I can't think of a time in my life where I genuinely felt bonded or super close. Like, yes, when I'll say with me and Trent's relationship, yeah, you know, with me and your relationship, even though we fought our lives, it's like when I really sit back and think about it, I'm like, you really care about me. I really care about you. You my cousin. I like whatever. But it's like, that's why I spend so much time reevaluating relationships by myself because it's like, and my head is there, and I know that y'all can and y'all love me. And in my heart, I know that y'all can and y'all love me. But it's like the day-to-day getting up and knowing that I am a valued part of somebody else's life, I have to remind myself of that. Like, there's a disconnect there that I am, that expectations are on me. That you care for me in a sense of, you are being vulnerable with me as though you want me in your life. You don't want me to hurt you. You want me to come through for you. And those are things that I struggle with. So it's like, yeah, I'm like, damn, I do want to do this because I know how I feel about you. So it's like, I do want to do this. I want to give y'all everything y'all want. And when I let y'all down, I just, like I said, because there's that disconnect, I don't think that y'all care that much. Like I just have a struggle of always thinking that, and I'm not saying I don't think nobody care about me, but it's more so in a sense of, Maybe it is rooted from me feeling, you know, Can I disconnected. Ask a question? Go ahead. Do you okay when you say when you let us down or when you feel you let us down? I think the biggest part that you're missing is our reaction shows that we care. Mm-hmm. I we that's are, but that's yeah, the but thing. Saying, that's when you, I realize. I don't think you see that. I just think you see it as 
just us uh, wilding out. Us, yeah. Yeah, no, us it's not. Red. And that's what I'm trying to say. When y'all give those it reactions, it makes sense now. When I give those reactions, when I give those reactions to y'all, I'm reacting like that because I'm frustrated that I didn't pick up on that. That I'm frustrated that I didn't that I didn't I just, know beforehand that I would make you feel this way. I'm I, frustrated that, damn, Trey, how didn't you know that you would make this person feel that way? And it didn't dawn on me until I started thinking, like, damn, I really don't feel important in other people's lives. I think this goes back to Naya. I think so. Naya you and Naya are Naya, like, yeah, Naya she said when you're, being, when you're blind of stuff, because there's a lot of things that I think you take more so of us jumping on your back rather than you see a kid that hurt. we care and left yeah. like situations about yeah, I just the people you dealt that. with and the way I reacted off the way they hurt you. You see yeah. it as me coming at you for being weak, but it's me more so trying to be overbearing you. and protecting you because yeah. I care about you. But there like, wasn't until you expressed yeah. it that I'm like, okay, now I see where this is coming from. No, I don't no. think so. Honey, yeah, still think still, I'm a no, 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 no. It's a process. But I still think like he's saying. He's calling me a bitch with love. <laughs> so, you know, but for me, like I said, it took some time. And I think another thing that I had to come to terms with, like, I think I created that. I didn't create it, but I, I gave into that emotional disconnect that I felt all my life to survive. As, as a survival thing, because yeah. it's like, if I never feel close to you, you can't hurt me. Yeah. If I never accept that how you feel about me matters, if I never accept that what I do to you matters, you know, and that's when you be that's when you play into a survival tactic that then becomes yeah. pattern, that becomes character, that becomes behavior. And then you become this overall shitty person in reality. You that's were you, you were be you became that person to protect yourself. Like I say, okay, my relationship with my father. I spent so much of my life and my time. And the thing is, I didn't want to talk about it to the Fawzi episode, which is why I was so not mm-hmm. in it, because I wasn't ready. But like I had to think about it. I spent so much of my life and my time chasing a grown-ass man to love me and make and validate me yeah and Mm. it took me until i was 23 to say you know what i just don't give a damn no more like i don't need not saying i don't need i am no longer basing my reality and my worth on what you cannot obviously give me Mm -hmm. can i give my honest opinion Oh God! It's nothing really. Like I was gonna say show. this. You wanted to be okay. here. I want to give my opinion <laughs> so bad. I've been waiting, but go ahead. What Wait, I think uh, is, don't take long. I'm losing my train of thought. What you had to, you can do, and what I learned how to do is not make others pay, pay for, for yeah. what someone done to you. And I feel like the 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 mechanism or the coping thing that you built is because how you saw, you yeah. know, the person. But I, so now you carry everybody to the same that way. Same, but, Level. The same thing I said before is the survival tools you use to protect yourself can be the same tools you use to hurt the people that want to love you. And that's why I have to be very cautious because we both have that ability to disconnect. I know the people that I can and cannot do that with. I know the people, I'm sorry, that I choose because it's a choice. It's an active right. choice. But like, and I think this is a conversation that we had and that you weren't understanding how deep the hurt was because you are one of the only people that I have. Not, yeah, you are one of the people that I can let my guard down with, that I have expectations for, that I feel like I can have expectations for because I communicate it. We talk about it. This is how we love. Like, there's a space that nobody can feel of you in my life. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there are expectations that come with that. Absolutely. So when it was just like a, all right, well, it happened. It's just like, yo. And then on top of all of this, and I think that's what made it even harder for me. And it was this was a really hard time for me thinking about, like, how I now have to figure things out emotionally. Like I said about Thanksgiving, like things have changed for our family dynamic so drastically and it's been hard. So as soon as things changed, the first person that I came to to find solace in was you. 
the first person that has ever seen me at my most emotional, at my weakest, at my absolute whatever has been you, period. So to have somebody that I'm like, okay, now this big, very big element of our family is changed, is gone. All I have now is this other person. And I have that person basically tell me like, you can't depend on me like I can depend on you. It was like, dang, what the, like, what the hell can I now do? I didn't say that, guys. Yes, it wasn't said, but it was like, that's how I was made to feel. And it was just like, it was a blow to me in a way that was like, I was so stupid to think that even in this, this is something you can expect because I'm very hard on myself with my decisions. Cause you can't control anybody else. You can only control you. So like you said, if they are people that you choose to keep at bay because of how you want to protect yourself. So I feel dumb when I'm like, all right, let this person in. And then they hurt me because that's through my guidance and through my understanding that now I'm an idiot that I can't fully see somebody's character to see that they are going to hurt me. They've walked in here with a knife the whole time and you let them sit at the table. You let them use it to cut the apple up and then think they was going to stab you. Like, it's like, I'm not paying attention. So what I have to learn to do is be more gentle with myself and saying that people make mistakes and it's not an intentional hurt mm-hmm. because otherwise I'm going to start treating people like I need to protect myself from you. And when I get to that point, it's or like, I don't, myself yeah, I don't care because when you get in protection mode, you do not care about how you do anything or anybody. Mm-hmm. You don't care. It's just, I'm worried about me right now. And um, that's what we were saying when I was here, like self-preservation can destroy so many relationships because how we had to learn to survive is not a group thing. It's not a group thing. It's Individual. I'm going to figure out what I'm going to do for me and whatever, wherever the chips fall on you, that's on you. But when it comes to a situation like this, like I keep telling everybody, especially us in here, like we are recreating our family dynamic. We are recreating something that we have never seen before. So there are going to be hard times, but we have to trust each other enough to know that even in moments where we rub each other the wrong way, it's not because we're trying to hurt each other. It's because we're trying to help each other. You got to think about it like physical therapy. A doctor trying to help you heal from something and somebody in the street touching uh you broke your leg and somebody in the street twisting your leg versus the doctor twisting your leg two different things they both cause pain one is to heal one is to hurt worse and you have to be able to distinguish is this a doctor that's helping me or is this an enemy that's hurting me more and when you can't you treat everybody the same way so then you have people that's like no hell no i'm not going to the doctor because they're going to do this they're going to do that and then now their leg is a nub and you can't do nothing with it whereas if you actually sat there and said i'm gonna go to physical therapy and i'm gonna sit with this couple weeks of pain so that when I'm rehabbed and I'm rehabilitated, I can be faster, stronger, better. And you have to really understand those people. But like, it just feels like, one, I'm very sad that you feel that way. And I do hope that you find and understand, like, you are very important to me specifically. I don't want to speak for me. Dream is he can speak for himself. You're very important to me. <laughs> Dream can speak for himself. Um, you're very important to me. You are one of the most stable and steady parts of my life. And I am not a person that likes instability. We all know that. And so to not... To, I like security. Yes, secure, stable. Those are things that are important to me. And that's why I want to be that for other people because it's so important to me. So there's always a space. It's always a, I have an expectation because you there's an emptiness if you're not here. Uh-huh. Other people, it's like, okay, I'll be fine. But if you're not a part of my life, there's an emptiness. There's nobody can fill <sighs> the space that you have. And it just feels like, it, it makes me sad. And I know, I absolutely know that you're not saying it to hurt us, but it does hurt to hear that you feel that way because I know that I've been doing my best and I've been trying to communicate that to you. So trying to understand how we can get to a place where you can see it and we can communicate it, that's on me. And that's on us to figure that out, but also to be understanding of this is how you deal with things. And that literally, this understanding helps me to cope with how I had to deal with the pain of what I felt. It's like, okay, it's not intentional because the thing that you do when you get mad or you feel your way, you holler and you scream like it's the other person. It's like, 
you heard the story about the lion that had that paw, the thing in their paw. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how you are. It's like something is hurting you and you're going to lash out. For the people that's dealing with that, it's like, dang, what the hell did I do that I got to deal with it? And I'm a person that is going to go in first. So then I start being like, well, maybe I'm not being a good enough sister or maybe I'm not doing this or maybe I'm not doing that. And some of that stuff may be true. And for me, it's like I'm fine with somebody telling me I want more in a relationship. I'm fine with it because people change. Things change. What what worked before didn't work. Don't always work. But I think it goes like, because I have this same thing with my friend. It's like all that I am doing and a person is continuing to shit on me. Yeah. And it's like, damn, am I the person that's like, what am I doing wrong? I'm only trying to, you know, be there for this person. I'll continue to do this, but I'm always getting the bad end as if I'm the bad person. So it only makes that person be like. Right. And then when you say something, it's even worse. Yeah, it's either going to make a person have to, you know, want to fight harder and figure out, or a person is just going to get tired and be like, yeah. I've done all I could have done. Yeah. So. And it really depends on what your limit is, like how long you've been doing it or how often. And I'm a person that will communicate like, hey, this, that. And I know like here recently I've been more open because, you know, y'all wild me out on the show, but I've been more open about when I do have an expectation or when I do desire something, I have stopped to certain extents being like, I'm not even going to ask them or I'm not even going to say this because y'all do have a place where I can have an expectation, I feel. Mm -hmm. So now it's like to get me to a place where y'all want me to open up emotionally and then to then be disappointed. It's like, well, how, how can the two work? It's like your, your father saying, all right, yeah, don't make no plans for Saturday. I'm going to be there. And then not letting you, not showing up. Now it doubly hurt because I could have been doing something else. So it's just, it just makes me sad because I know what our family dynamic has been like. I know exactly how it is. I do not like it at all. And again, this was the same situation where I thought away. And then the reality is it's not that way. And there's still more work to be done. And does it hurt? Yeah. But at least we are willing to work. I'm hoping we all are still willing to work. So we're going to work through it. And yeah, we have to end working. There are going to be hiccups. There's going to be things that it didn't go as planned. But again, like we talked about, the recovery is very important. And the recovery leads to more opportunity. It leads to us figuring out, okay, that doesn't work. We need to be completely honest so we can actually have a plan that we can follow through with. Mm-hmm. I just think um, you guys are both irreplaceable to me in my life also. Um, which goes to the, pe- the so fact gross. that honestly speaking, the episode I still haven't listened to is when I broke down because I felt like you guys were viewing me as a certain way and yeah. it was like a letdown to me. So that's why I got so emotional. Yeah. And it's like, I never want to lose you guys. So I'm like, I had, I mean, I don't think like realistically I had to feel like, oh my God, I'm going to lose them. But yeah. it just hurt to feel like they, I let them down. Right. So that's why I was so emotional about it. But it's just like certain situations, I could feel the person like, okay, whatever. Right, 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 right. That's just it. But when it's someone that you love so so hard and you care for so much, yeah. it hurts you to see them look at you in a different light yeah. or don't feel the way that you think they feel yeah. about you or just disappoint them in all want. Absolutely, yeah. I, I do appreciate these words and they're, they're kidding me and touching me. And it's not that I don't think that, you know, y'all there, y'all care. It's just, like you said, when you insulate yourself, you keep others out. Sometimes the people that you want, that you need in. And it's like, I just don't know. Like, it's not like I got a fear of closeness, but it's like I've always really seen closeness to lead to disappointment. Mm. And when that happens, it's hard for me to kind of, like, make understanding of it. Like, you know, so, 
Like, I had a relationship with my uncle. I was really close to him, and then he just died. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. That nigga yeah, was a can't. severe alcoholic. <laughs> he was on his way to don't hell every that. day. Don't he told me. I used to be like, you need to stop drinking. He said, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to hell anyway. Lord, I hope he's wow. in purgatory. <laughs> give him another chance. Give him another chance. But, like, he had been, obviously, he's my uncle, been my life, all my life. But I didn't have a relationship with him until I was an adult. And yeah. we only really spent, like, two years with each other. But we lived on the same block, and like I saw him every day. Like he was one of the probably one of the only people I could say on my father's side that showed genuine interest in my life. Like he looked out for me, he cared for me. People who lived in my neighborhood, he wanted everybody to know. Like, oh, this is my niece, don't fuck around, I'm gonna kill you. He was crazy, whatever. But the whole point is, it was like when I received that type of love it's like what the fuck is this like i don't know what to do with it i'd be like oh nigga i don't even know like i can know you for five years and be like i don't even know you like that like that's just how i am because i'm just so used to shout out to adele she dropped that song strangers by nature y'all need to go mm-hmm. ahead and stream that um i'm just so used to being foreign to everything because it protects me so i don't ever feel like you can do the most fucked up thing in the world to me. And if I always, if I, if I keep myself at a distance from you, it won't hurt me. It may scar me. It might braze me, but it won't destroy me because I'm keeping enough space. It's almost like I give people enough space to fuck up. So that way I'm just like, I knew you were going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's bad, what we were taught. We were taught a, yeah, to give people enough thing. room to and hang I themselves. I just, I feel like I've lived such a life that was very... Not my life, but like my childhood was very out of my hands, out of my yeah. control, unpredictable. Things were a lot like very up and down. Mm-hmm. Things and I were think very. It, it makes a better person when you're able to take control. Yeah, I but that's what I'm trying to now. get to. Yeah. I, I think a lot of my downfall thus far has been just accepting shit and just being like, well, it is what it is. And it's not until recently. And like, it's y'all have played a big part of that of being able to ask me, Trey, what do you think? Trey, what do you want? Trey, what? Say something. Mm-hmm. And it's like so long. It's like, I feel like a mute. Like, it's so much inside of me, but I just don't know how to get it out. So it's like now that I'm getting to a point where I'm willing to take that step. Because like you said, everything is a choice. Taking yeah. that step to say, you are responsible for how you make other people feel. You are accountable to other people. You are, you know, you there are expectations on you. You hold a role in people's lives, like they said, that matters. Yeah. So you can't just think, yeah, on one end it hurts that, you know, you don't feel connected to nobody, but on the but on the other end, you can do things to make yourself feel that way. You can yeah. accept the love that people are trying to give you, but just know those loves come that love comes with responsibility. Yeah, that love absolutely. comes with accountability. And that's a double edged sword because the way that it may hurt me, it also keeps me comfortable because it's like mm. Well, I don't, you know, I already expect y'all to shit on me or whatever, so I don't give a damn. Well, I expect you to be, I expect you to turn on me one day, so I never have to be accountable for being anything or make you yeah. accountable to me. And in that realm, you know, I've been a villain in a few stories, and I can see now why. I mean, if it's fuck you, then it's still fuck you now, so don't think that's an apology because <laughs> it ain't. Well, but yeah. it's like, I would hope that, you know, some people I just feel like are worth going the extra mile for, Absolutely. and y'all are. Which is why I agreed to, you know, it was my idea to take an episode off to reevaluate. And it was also my idea to come in and talk about such a touchy topic. Cause like I'm a private person. I really don't like talking about what's going on with me. But it was just just like we can see a person as a piece of shit. And in their world, they can be they can be feeling like they're walking through this world invisible with no voice. They can just feel like 
They just don't feel any connection to anything, and that's why they are not allowing themselves. Pose. Not saying that they should, I think it's but all they're about not the allowed. Origin story for well, yeah, you to see a person is that way because mm-hmm. I don't. I will hope y'all don't think I'm a piece of shit. I don't. I mean, um, well, let me just say this is a message to the rest of the family. The role of family disappointment has already been taken. Y'all need to choose something else. I'm committed see, to this. That's that's the thing. That's Y'all, the thing. your family disappointment means to have me hollering. You're joking, I, but yeah. make you just but look I at yourself. It's, it's easier to be in that enemy. situation because I don't. The thing is, if I thought of you were disappointed, I would never be disappointed. Bitch, my first thing is, I'm disappointed. Not. Damn, by because <laughs> well, first, first of all, not my, y'all. I'm saying to you, but I'm just saying in jokingly because coming to like me feeling like my lifestyle that I was going to become maybe had was going to be a disappointment. Yeah. Then that's when I had to learn. I'm living my life for myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do what make me happy. That's why one relationship, I couldn't please that person anymore because it's yeah. just not who I was. And me trying to be this perfect person for you, yeah. instead of it's being the perfect me. person for me, is damaging me. So I'll pick me over you any day. Yeah. I'll love you from a distance because it's nothing but love. But I'm not willing to sacrifice mm-hmm. and become this person that I don't want to be or I'm not able to be. Yeah. So I'm going to choose me all day. And that's, and that's my understanding thing yourself. Of, yes. And that's my thing of the same thing of the line of if it feels toxic, I got to let it go. Yeah. I'm going to love you the same, but I'm just not going to allow you to do these things yeah. to me that's going to hurt me. Yeah. Like I had a conversation and it was it was hard because I legit was like, like I said, this has been a really I don't hard think time. it's really a such thing as a family disappointment because everybody's it, family been a disappointment. Yeah, that's I'm saying it's the expectations them when but, a person have expectations, expectations for you to fit their life and their yeah, image. Which I 100% agree. Like, exactly. I'm not playing into what you want. Absolutely. So I went to to my friend and I was like, you know, I've been going through this. I communicated what I was going through, which is hard for me. I said I needed help, which is also hard for me. And you didn't show up for me at all. And I said, you know, that really made me feel away. And they basically was just like, well, I couldn't, I couldn't show up. So I literally was like, okay, I can understand that. I said, but I release you of expectations from me. And they was like, oh, wow. Like that hurt my feelings. And I'm like, how can it hurt your feelings? How did it always be the, oh, wow. Like they don't fucking know. Yeah, like I said, how can it hurt your feelings when you are literally telling me out of your mouth that you cannot produce what I'm asking you to produce? Like. I'm just telling you, like, whatever you do now. So now it literally changed how I see this person. It's like now whatever you do is a bonus. It's not an expectation. If you call me, I'm happy. Whereas before, it's like, you my friend. You should call me. This you should. So if we spend time, we spend time. But that's that. I'm not I'm not putting you in my schedule. If there's space for you, there's space for you. I'm not blocking parts of my life and reserving it for you any, long, any longer. I just got into that bag also. Yeah, it's, I'm not doing that any longer because you're telling me that it's not going to be appreciated or reciprocated. So those are two ways that I'm going to hurt myself where it's like, if my friend calls me, anybody, anybody I hold dear, if they call me, I'm willing to adjust and rearrange anything to make it happen because that's important to me. And I know like this is a, this makes me feel whole to help people that I love. It makes me feel whole. It has nothing to do with wanting anything or anything like that. It's just to know that you can bring somebody happiness in a miserable world. It just makes me feel complete to an extent. And so now it's just like, okay, if something happens, it happens. But before we like, oh, we got to we got to do this. So I got to plan for you. I don't plan for you anymore. If you show up, you show up. I don't do this. If you fit my life, we can do it. If you don't fit my life, I have other things that are more pressing and more important. And you should understand that because now I have no expectation. And for somebody that wants, and this is the thing that really gets me, how can you want an ex, want to have an expectation but don't want one on you? That I think is unfair. And like Dream said, when it gets to being toxic, it's like either I'm going to rearrange you to you no longer in the inner court, now you outside, 
you can still see the part of my life. You can still, when I celebrate, you'll still be up and whatever, but you won't be in the inner workings of my life anymore. There's things that I just won't even talk to you about because I don't value your opinion in these areas anymore because you're not close to me. So. And that's how I feel. That's why I'm trying to tell you, like, when you live, but I need where you are going, I need to leave. And I need to get to where you are. But my thing is, it happens because of that person. I don't start that way. But that's what I'm saying. I need to balance in a sense of who deserves that and who don't. That's what I'm saying. Like, because I do have friends, well, they could call me right now. And I will be like, as soon as we don't record, I'm there. And I haven't talked to them in months. But that's the type of person I am. Exactly. But I don't change who I am because I know that they're not going to do the same for me. But it's just like. That's how that's, that's who how I you am. Are. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm like, saying. You can't help who that's you are, who but, I am. Right, but, but you keep you pouring balance. from you keep from, and that's the thing I had to be aware of. Like, just because we are full of like individuals, like we have it to give. If you're not being refilled when you're at your lowest, that's when you really realize. Like, this is how people have emotional and mental breakdowns. This is how people go into severe depression. This is how people go missing, and it's like we didn't even know she was this. We didn't even because they are people that's always performing, always giving, always this. But what is refilling them? If you have nothing, we talked about this on a previous episode. Like, how do you refill, and how do you fulfill yourself in a way that you can maintain life and continue? Because if you don't, and if you are dependent on people that do not even care about they giving back to you, you're gonna find yourself in a situation like. We talked about Thanksgiving, like how all the people that were cooking never would make themselves a plate. And everybody that would sit down and eat would never say, let me make a plate for the cook. It's very rare that I ever saw anybody make our grandmother a plate to eat when we know she was cooking from Tuesday night until Thursday morning. None of us sat and was like, oh, we got to make sure grandma eat. We took our fat selves in there, made a plate, talking about, oh, thank you, thank you. She's tired. Her feet hurt. Sugar First of all, uh-uh, don't put me in that because I was in there cooking, honey. Yes, no, I was we, in there cooking. It don't matter. We was cooking. Uh-uh, Sally, don't. That's what I'm saying. Get enough no. of her. It don't because I ain't saying I ain't feed granny now. Yeah, it don't matter. We was in there sneaking food. So when I see her food, you ain't make a plate. You ain't make a plate is what I'm saying. She making me cheat No, you ain't make a plate because everybody was in there shucking and driving. But you ain't make a plate. And that's what I'm saying. Like, you really got to look and see. And it's so unhealthy. But that's how we're taught, especially black women or black people in particular like we're taught to always perform always do always do and then we sit back and take inventory it's like well that's what you're supposed to do great big mom and soul food big mama oh she only got a break because she burnt the arm <laughs> literally they always still sitting there every sunday talking about big mama better cook big mama better do this big mama that she had to start teaching them to help so like that's the thing i just think that if we really start looking at what works what does not work and being vocal about it knowing who we can trust to have expectations and communicating those expectations and when and if they change because what I wanted before might not be what I want now. Like, so like those things are important. And just like you said, taking that time to sit back and really look and see what works, what does not work, where can I be better? What is actually a standard for me or what are things that are like rule breakers or deal breakers for me? And how can I communicate that to people off the rip? So like those things are very important, but you have to know you don't save yourself hurt by keeping people out. You live with hurt and people can't help you. And that's the thing. So you could be literally drowning and we'll never know because you don't feel like you can say that to us. Where it might be something where you can say, oh, X, Y, Z. And we may not be able to change the situation, but changing your environment, helping you to see something different, exposing you to something else, exposing you to resources that you can help yourself with could literally change your life. There are people that had all the talent in the world and all they needed was a change of location and somebody provided that for them. And they literally have a much better life. And they would never have that if they never gave that person the ability to see what their need was. 
what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, rest in peace to Virgil, rest in peace to Chadwick, but like, they were battling with cancer. And I do believe they had people close to them that were aware. But imagine if and how much more could have been done if we as the mass, as the public were aware. How many more people could have been like, I need to be more active with my health and I need to see one that what I think is healthy. It might not be. I need to be more aware of who's around me, more understanding. They was just riding Virgil back, what, two years ago, talking about two Virgils and <laughs> whatnot. Now, of course, that's all a joke, and I know he laughed about it, so that's not a bad thing. But, like, you really don't know. And I feel like people always say you never know the battle somebody's fighting, but we don't know because they don't share. They don't share. And some things you don't have to share. You can share with who's close to you. But if you really want to resolve, I think that go back share. to how you see a person as a piece of shit. If somebody yeah. don't say, like, this is who I am. Absolutely. That's the way. That's why I think it's all about the origin story. It what is. made you I be mean, this way? Yeah, you never like, know a person you never know their until backstory. you know their backstory. Yeah, and that's that's a deep thing. Like I don't always like to dig in a childhood trauma bag because it's an easy reach for all of us these days. But it's still just like it's it's a part of your life, and you mm-hmm. can't dismiss it. Like I know. I mean, I, think I spent like, a fair amount of my childhood being told that I was destructive. Or being told, like, you bad as shit. Like, so my old... I mean, black kids, we always... Oh, they bad, they bad, they bad. But we don't always... Give us the truth. (laughs) We don't realize how that language affects us until we get older. Like I said, so... You internalize that. If I spent a fair amount of my childhood being told that I was destructive, that I was bad, and, you know, being ridiculed for my personality, and then I had a parent, another parent who was very absent, in and out, can't depend on them. It's just like, for me, when I had people that come to me that like me or love me, like, I can honestly say I cannot really count how many deep emotional connections I had with people because, unless it was like my family, like y'all, like, and and then be like, and that, and that kind of ties into like, okay, expectations. A woman has a baby, right? Postpartum. They don't feel close to that baby in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And we expect that you're a mother. This your baby. You supposed to love this baby. And then they hit. They like fuck this baby. I want to suck with this damn life. baby. This baby keep crying. Is that? And it's like they're battling with the fact that they're supposed to be a new mother. They're supposed. And a lot of times, like people do not pay a lot of attention to postpartum and because they just assume that. That's why I don't know matters. what episode we're talking about. But it's the one I was like, what, oh, when the change in the light. Yeah. So when you have away, friends yeah. that know, okay, you just had a baby. Yeah. Let me take some weight being off away, your bed. Exactly. So and that's what came, I mean. That's why you have to have people in your circle. Yes, you got to have people want close for you. Absolutely, because they can see the change. Like mm-hmm. when Dream had to have surgery, when I had to have surgery, y'all can see like this is something. First of all, that's hard because we have not been people that had to have that. Fortunately, we haven't had to deal with that. There's some people like I have a very close friend that has to have surgery all the time. So like they are more aware and they know the routine. People like us is like this is one of the first times we don't know what to do this is my first time being under like it's a lot of different factors so we can see the fear that other people can't see we can see the adjustment that other people can't see because we're close enough so there are things that y'all were able to do and we were able to do that other people couldn't because they couldn't even see to do it mm-hmm. but also there are expectations because we can see like mm-hmm. it'd be different if like okay we know he in here and he can't cook and we just not calling not checking nothing somebody else that has no clue he's not gonna hold That's them accountable some people cut off right? yeah so it's like Yes, as much as he got to make life happen, you cannot do life alone. Even if you want to, you cannot do life alone. You can't get here by yourself and you're not going to leave here by yourself, period. 
you're going to affect everything in your life is going to be a ripple. I don't believe it, boy. You will so leave my box only what I'm saying is, for one. What I'm saying is your impact is still going to be here. Still going to affect somebody. If she leaves here, true. God okay. forbid, yeah, yeah. if she leaves here today, we're going to be affected. So even if she thinks that it's just her leaving, it's affecting us. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Like your life is tied to other people and it's made to be that way because we cannot do it alone. Mm-hmm. And so with that, like you, we literally have to stop drowning when we have people that can help give us air and that can help make things happen. And the one thing I've really learned in this time is I have to stop looking where I'm going to be disappointed and look to what's helping me. My therapist was telling me, cause I was telling her like, you know, the holidays coming up. I'm very anxious about it. I'm very unsure about what's going to happen. I'm not looking forward to it. And she was like, you need to lean into what's leaning into you. And it sounds so simple, but when you're a person that's like, you have to be in a situation, I had to start really looking like, I keep looking for this over here. It's not happening over here. But when I really stepped back and I looked, there were people that were willing to do what I didn't even ask. People that saw me, people that called me. Somebody freaking drove in town just to see me. When there's people that's in town that don't even call me or didn't even check, didn't text me. And I really had to say, let me go to the good that's here and use that so that I don't even care about what's not there. Because if it's fulfilled, it's fulfilled. If you do a fundraiser and you need to get $500 and you get it and your family contribute a penny. Yeah, you like, all right, y'all should have. But now your your need is met. So like, that's what I had to start doing. Like start taking inventory to people that want to help you, that want to love you, that want to care for you and stop treating them like the people that are not doing those things. That's true. And uh, honorable mention, if you guys are readers, there's a book called The Four Agreements. It's really good. It's a really short read. It's a small book. You can read it in like 30 minutes. Um, It just talks about like the things that will help you like daily tools with like one of them is like be impeccable with your word, like stuff like that. Like it just it speaks on like what Trinice was saying, like expectations and all of that. But it's a short read and it's just something to just get your brain moving in the right direction and just reevaluate you know, where you are or where your place and value. Like we all have our pros and cons, highs and lows. And, you know, we just have to sometimes, like I said, give a bitch a break, fall back, think, take some time to yourself. Um, I've been on a little bender real quick. It was fun, but I came back and I had some time to think uh, about like, you know, how I feel. Cause I was overwhelmed in the sense of I am trying to give, it's like I'm looking for power to go in these relationships when I have not put the plug in the wall. That's mm. what it was going. I'm trying to give y'all a power source and I have not even acknowledged the connection. Mm. And that's why it's like I'm even we was all taken back by what I said. Me too. I'm like, ah, that's how you feel, Trey. When y'all was like, that's how you feel. I'm going to be like, damn, that's how I feel. But sometimes it's like that. Like until you get in the right settings. You don't know what's inside of you until you start asking those questions. And you got to be willing to choose to keep going no matter what. Which is why therapy is important. And she will hopefully be getting one. I have recommended it. I have recommended for time. A therapist or? uh, No. The other option is not going to be good for you. (laughs) The other options are no. But a therapist or. But yeah. Yeah. Um, I am. Okay, I won't say I'm the family disappointment. I'm the rock star of the family then. We're not going to go that far either. I'm the celebrity am, of the family. He's the celebrity. I'm the, I'm the rock star cousin that shows up in shades drunk. Trinice is the most the, uh, achieved. Most successful <laughs> achieved. I'm Thank the you. rock star sitting in a hoodie in shades. But no, I was, I have been, like even this Thanksgiving, I was really proud. When I sat back and I thought about it, I was really proud of us. Just to see us still have joy in a moment that we could have had sadness. To see us still choose to come outside of ourselves and to work to build like for the next generation you got you know Naya and Jayla and us showing them like this is what closeness is this is what family is because that's really it at the end of the day like I don't want our pain to 
create worse. And we can't stop what they're going through. We can't stop somebody else's journey. But if we can be a light, if we can be a safe place, if we can be something they can come to, even if it got to be hard. I mean, we talked about it. I'm going to have the hard conversations because the thing about me is the only reason I say anything is because I trust one, two things. One, this person cares about this relationship as much as me and they don't want it to mess up. So they're going to want to know. And two, people can't be accountable to what they don't know. Like, it's unfair for me to think, okay, somebody knows that us watching this movie together is very important to me. If I don't say watching this movie together is very important to me. We know how I feel about movies. But like, at the end of the day, if it's like, okay, I know Dream cares about how he looks and it's a spot on his shirt. If I don't say it's a spot on your shirt, he's going to look like, nigga, why didn't you tell me? I would have done this. I would have done that. Because we both are in the understanding that this is, a, this is how I want to present myself. This is important to me. So... To get now, if he turned to me and say, "Oh, I don't care. It's not a big deal." Okay, but now he's aware. So, like for me, anytime I open my mouth to say anything, it's to people that I feel like want to know or have said that whatever they want out of life, they need to notice to make the right changes. Or two, the relationship will be severely affected or damaged if this does not change or we're not making strides to fix it. So, those are the only two things. Other than that, I really don't care. I leave people to their devices and I just place them accordingly. Because one thing I learned when I was younger is you give somebody enough rope to hang themselves, and trust me. The receipts that I keep are very long. So when I make my decision, I have ample support and Amen. I have ample reasoning behind it where I will not justify talking to you again because I have all of these things. Always. So, yeah, I think sometimes we need to be, give the people that are holding you accountable a break because it's not easy to do that either. Like we was telling Naya when she was here, like you think that it was easy for Dream to sit here and have to tell you this and to tell you that. No, like he's dealing with a pressure too. He's affected by your lack of uh, action as well. And it sucks to have to be that person that's in the middle to be the one that has to be punished if they do it, and punished if they don't do it, and punished if, like, either way, you have to deal with the consequence. So it's not that we want to be these people that's making you feel bad. No, we understand that in the long run, if we don't hold you accountable, you will either destroy yourself or destroy something that is important or that you're saying is important to you. Final words, Jerry? Um, take every power out. How in the hell you gonna love somebody else if you can't love yourself? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> what the hell y'all looking at me for? Final words. Um, final words. The mirror works both ways. The same way you can look and see how ugly you are. No, not how ugly you are, because I'm fine. Very <laughs> ugly. <laughs> um, the same way that you can look at yourself on the outside, you can look at yourself on the inside, and you just have to be willing to do so. And another thing, give people as much grace as you want someone to give you. If you want a million chances, be willing to give a million chances. And if you only need to, then that's fine if you only gonna give to. But just know expectations work both ways, as well as understanding, communication, grace. If you are a person who feel like Oh, I thought you would understand because I always come through. Then be somebody that feels like, oh, I understand because you always come through. And, you know, that's it. Just balance. Chasing that forever. And like we said before, don't have expectations that you don't communicate. Be real about where you are and who you are. And always under promise and over deliver. Always. If you can. Or don't promise at all. Or One or the two. Or just don't do anything. Just don't do it. Everybody grab some rubbers. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
Thank you guys for tuning in to yet another episode of Cocktails and Cousins. You guys can follow me on Instagram at DreamTheDoll. That's J-R-E-A-M-T-H-A-D-O-L-L. And we hope you guys subscribe, like, leave a comment, let us know. Follow us on Instagram at Cocktails and Cousins. And follow me on Instagram at Nizzy89 or my business page, Shooter07. And of course, always Cinco de Mula in here. You know the spelling C-I-N-C-O-D-E-M-U-L-A. Wipe me down. Wipe me down. <laughs> so yeah, follow us, like, subscribe, let us know what y'all think, and hit us in the DMs, all that. See y'all next time. Bye. 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 Bye.